This is Amita Switlow. I'm at QSO VSO's 50th anniversary and interviewing some wonderful return volunteers that sometimes are, were even staff members. So it's Diane Stump. Hi, Diane. Hi, Amita. Do you live in Ottawa? Yes, I do. And uh, you served with us in a part of the world that I have never visited but heard so much about, Trinidad, yes. Tobago. Yes, beautiful island. 6870. Yes. When you said you were going there to your parents, did they think you were going on a vacation? <laughs> I bet lots of people thought that. <laughs> yes, exactly. I thought it was a two-year vacation. Yes. I thought it was going to be very easy. And what was it like? Um, in some ways it was easy because it is a, a vacation spot, um, but then you're not there on a vacation. You're there to work and, and just like anybody else, it just... It was it was great on the downtimes because you you had so many places to visit anytime there was a vacation or a holiday mm. and that. But other than that, it was just regular day to day. It was hot mm. and steamy. <laughs> and what work did you do there? I was a teacher. And what kind of school did you teach at? Uh, um, secondary school. Yes. And so uh, one of my projects was uh, getting students ready for O-level exams. Which, oh, graded O-levels. <laughs> yes. Something I wasn't familiar with, but as, as has been said previously today, just how much further and in terms of the, what's required of the, the Briti old British system oh, yes. of O-levels. And uh, so it was quite a, a wake-up call to realize what you had to teach, to, to teach and, and get through to the in my case, girls. <laughs> All right, so was it a girls' school? And well, actually, it wasn't, it, but I, uh, the subject I was teaching, it was just girls in that class. What was the subject? I was teaching cookery. Cookery! <laughs> Fantastic. And did you know much about cookery before you left? Yes. The home ec? Yes, I was a home ec graduate. So. Okay. But uh, then adapting that to the, quote, British system yeah. was a bit of an adjustment for me. So now you're in. This is um, this is really important. Like all of a sudden, you hit on a subject. I bet everybody thinks about that. So you come with this home economics. You have the cuisine of this country. Probably experimented with international cuisine. Had you experimented with the cuisine of their country? Uh, no, no. What is the cuisine <laughs> of uh, uh, Trinidad yeah. and Tobago? Hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, they would have. Uh, um, because half of the population approximately is of East Indian descent. Mm -hmm. And so the foods of India were very common. And so it would be the Indian curries and, okay. and doubles. And Did they second. teach you how to cook that way? Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. My mom has a cookbook and I'm Indian, so I'm always yeah. interested in cuisine. So, Diane, you go there. Uh, did you do this on your own? Or did you go with a partner? No, I did it on my own. You did it on your yeah. own for two years. And um, what was, tell me, if you look back at Trinidad and Tobago, close your eyes, tell me what you think. Something, a child, a place. Oh. Just, oh, there's so many images, it's hard to even mm. pick out one other than, you. well, think of the holidays and the beautiful beaches that uh, we went went to uh, in the rainforest in the middle of the country. And then when you think cuisine, you think of uh, fresh, huge shrimp. 
<laughs> That's called development. Yes. <laughs> Fresh, huge shrimp. Um, so you were, you went there, and then you came back, and you were a staffer for a long time. Yes. From seventy three to ninety two, what did you do? Um, just I started out on on what was called the agricultural team at that point when when we uh, sort of recruited and selected people on the basis of their of their of their profession. So I worked with the agriculture, home economics, oh, okay. game and fish biologist, and that was the recruitment selection and oh. placement of those students. And then as things changed, I ended up on the West Africa desk, doing the same things but without the the uh, professional background tied okay. in necessarily. What did it? What did Q, working with QSO, VSO teach you in life? Ah, well, it just—I think it kept you tuned into the the international picture of things and and all the different cultures that you come across and and learn about it when you work there. And the fact that you were doing something you felt meant something—it wasn't just a job that paid you a salary. You felt you were doing something that would be meaningful. So Diane, what did you continue on in doing after 92? Um, I actually ended up at another organization, uh, WUSC, oh, World, yeah, Univ World University oh, Service WISC. of Canada. Lots of people know of WUSC. And yeah. what do you do there? Um, just uh, in that case, I ended up working with uh, scholarship students uh, from third world countries coming to Canada and sort of managing their scholarship here and, and making sure that they were doing well in Canada. Well, on behalf of QSO VSO, thank you so much for not only your service in, your, in the field, but being part of the sisterhood and team at, and brotherhood at, uh, at QSO in Ottawa. Yeah. And I hope to see you again. Thank you very much. Okay.